Hi, you are listening to One Step Wealthier podcast, where I help you to get a little bit better every day and achieve your financial goals. Follow along with me, and every week we will talk about all things personal development and personal finance. Together, we can get One Step Wealthier. In this week's episode, I wanted to list 10 books that helped me in my financial journey. I think that reading a few pages every day is key to your personal and financial success. The following books helped me to improve my financial knowledge and I can highly recommend them if you want to start your financial journey. The first one is a classic, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. So by reading this book, I understood the difference between assets and liabilities. An asset is something that puts money into your pocket and a liability is something that takes money out of your pocket. So an asset could be real estate that you rent out, any gains from stocks, any dividends, and also your financial education. A liability, on the other hand, is the house you live in, your car, your boat, and other flashy items that require maintenance, but do not generate any returns. So the idea is that to get rich, you have to try to have more and more of the assets, so things that put money into your pocket, and less and less of the liabilities, things that take money out of your pocket. The second book is The Little Book of Common Sense Investing by John Bogle. Bogle, who's the founder of Vanguard, shares the benefits of low-cost index fund investing. As you know, I am a big fan of index investing and also of Vanguard, which made investing low-cost and accessible to the general public. For more information about the index fund investing, feel free to check out my podcast about the S&P 500 index. The third book that I recommend is The Millionaire Next Door by Thomas Stanley. So the key takeaway for me was that the majority of millionaires are self-made and live really simple lives. They allocate their time, their energy and their money efficiently in ways that help them to build wealth. This book really puts the power back into your own hands and I think it empowers you to think that you can also become a millionaire if you save and invest in a smart way. Number four, The Richest Man in Babylon by George Clason. What really stuck with me from this book was the idea of paying yourself first. When we receive our salaries, we usually focus on paying the others first. So we pay the landlord, we pay the electricity company, the internet provider, etc. And at the end of the month, we save or invest the money that is left, if there is any left at all, that is to say. The idea here in this book, that before paying everyone else, you need to save and invest the money for the future you first. In that way, you become your own priority in your own financial journey. Book number five, Millionaire Teacher by Andrew Hallam. So Andrew was a teacher who became a millionaire by investing slowly and focusing on low-cost index funds. 
This book explains in a very simple way how to start investing. One thing that I found in common between Andrew and me is that we both get really happy when the market crashes. So when the market crashes, I see it as a buying opportunity. I love discounts and I also love them even more in the stock market. So I always try to get as much money as I can to invest in a crash and then benefit from the market when the prices go up later. Book number six, What They Don't Teach You About Money by Claire Barrett. This is really suitable for the UK readers. Claire explains in a simple way the UK tax system. Also, she says that our first money memory is shaping how we think about money later in life. If your first money memory is about your parents fighting about money, you might have a scarcity mindset and you might think that the money is the root of all evil. In my case, my first money memory was when I found an equivalent of about 30 pounds, which was a huge sum for me, on the road in the middle of nowhere, and it took me about a year to spend it. I really felt rich at the time. My parents were always very good savers, and I took after them in that regard. But it took me a long time to finally get the courage to start investing because my parents were never investing the money. Book number seven, I Will Teach You To Be Rich by Ramit Sethi. The key takeaway of this book is that getting started is more important than becoming an expert in about every field, including investing. Also, he debunks the myth that buying a house is always a good investment. When I was growing up, I wanted to buy a home because I thought that it was always a good investment and sadly it is not. Although you can benefit from buying a home in terms of having stability and also sometimes financially, there are much better investments worth exploring. Book number eight, Financial Feminist by Tori Dunlap. As women, we generally are paid less than men, but we live longer. And because of that, we need to save and invest much more than men do. Tori talks about saving and investing in simple terms and debunks the myth that investing is complicated. Book number nine, Quit Like a Millionaire by Christy Shen. Christy plays with the idea of getting rich first and then finding what you love. We have to think that in 40 to 50 years time, the state pensions are going to be really low if there are going to be any state pensions at all, really. And I think it is up to us to organize our own retirement and to educate ourselves. Christy and her husband, they retired in their late 20s and they have been traveling the world. You don't think you can do that? Yes, you can. Many young people are living frugally and investing to reach the so-called FIRE, which stands for Financial Independence Retire Early. These people are retiring in their 30s, 40s, 50s. If you want to know how to do it, my next podcast is about that. So stay tuned. Book number 10, Financial Freedom by Grant Sabatier. This is the book I am currently reading that teaches you how to reach financial independence step by step. It stresses the importance of increasing the income, reducing the expenses and investing smartly to reach this goal. I haven't finished it yet, but it is one of my favorite books so far about financial independence, retire early. 
So these are the 10 books that I would recommend if you want to learn more about personal finance. I will leave this list in the episode notes. If you read all 10 of them, I promise that you will gain so much knowledge and you will be motivated to start investing. I hope that my reflections have motivated you to start investing. Remember, the best time to invest was yesterday and the second best is today. Please note that this is not individual financial advice. Please speak to your financial advisor regarding your individual financial needs. You have just invested in your personal development by listening to this podcast. Thank you for being here and helping yourself to become one step wealthier. Do not forget to subscribe to access new content every week and to better yourself. I hope that you have a wonderful day.